0: Now entering Nerdist.com. Foie gras, pulled pork, bok choy, squidding, dining with Doug and Karen.
1: Hey, everybody.
2: I'm Doug Benson. Hi. I'm Karen. We're going to eat and drink. <laughs> I'm sorry. What were you say? You won't let me say it. I am Karen Anderson. Hi, Doug. Hi.
1: And this is Dining with Doug and Karen, episode twenty-three, coming to you from the Louis de Palma suite at Meltdown Comics in Hollywood on Wednesday, May 29th. Twenty in a baker's dozen. Producer KT Money is here. What's up? Oh, she's leaving, actually. She's gonna go check on the uh this this guest, our guest today. But joining us for chatting and chewing is uh, future situation comedy superstar. Is that right? Rory Scovel. Oh, <laughs> You're actually surprised that he's oh. here We've been sitting here talking to him for a while
2: <laughs> Oh, I'm so happy he's here You know, I saw you, and we never met before, of course mm-hmm. uh, But I saw you at the Improv Annex
1: Oh, okay Yep. When that existed Oh, yep. it's not even there now? Now it's a bar This no, wasn't it's... that long ago, actually now, I know, they've turned oh. it over fast Now, now that's a bar And the, uh, the, regu- the inside, the improv This is the Melrose Improv The uh, inside is all, they're changing it all over And making it all different
2: Oh, I did not know that Yeah, it's crazy but uh, and then I don't want to say the night or anything. This particular night was maybe not the best comedians in the world. And then you came on, and we were so happy. What did you, what did you do? What did you do? <laughs> slip Fantastic. in on Latino night? <laughs> was it Refried Fridays?
3: <laughs> That's the only time I can and get up. <laughs> I think
2: you. If I if I remember correctly, you did something about being stoned in the produce department. Does this yep, ring a bell? Yeah, that okay. well, yeah, I was sounds dying. about right. We, we were dying laughing. We really <laughs> nice. were. I was like, so I was like. And then um, I was told by my other friend Who's a comedian He's really a comedian And I was like, oh You were really there on just
1: a random Like yeah, like nobody was really bringing, there was one bringing other, the goods
2: I went with Karen I was going to give it all away But I went with Kilgariff And she was didn't know either That it was sort of like Oh, was it Pretty Funny Ladies? No <laughs> <laughs> no, but there was like a couple good people, but for the most part, it was, was it like, chopsticks. It was, I uh, love that. There's
3: so many themes.
2: <laughs> was it
3: chopsticks? Every night is another theme.
2: It was. You know what it was? It was like they sex do a lot night. of them. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. They were giving out condoms. Oh, I do remember that. And yeah. I remember also that they gave away at the end sunglasses, and um, and this guy they said uh. Uh, I can't remember. Let's just say uh, it was somebody in the news who had done something horrible and they said, uh, what's your name? Or, you know, he had written on a piece of paper for like a um, lottery thing. And he put like, let's just say Unabomber, right. was whoever yeah, yeah. was the bad guy at the time. And uh, the guy goes, that's not you're not that person. And he goes, it was a joke. And we all laughed. We all thought it was funny. And so he goes, I'm not giving you the sunglasses. So then they pick the next <laughs> name. and It's my name. And I was like, "Holy shit!" And I run up there like a crazy maniac, like something you would do. And then, uh, like you've never <laughs> won anything better. Why would you say that to Rory? <laughs> there you go. You
3: and don't let him know I run like a maniac. And to then get I and then,
2: and then I gave the sunglasses to the guy who was uh, said he was a Unabomber or whatever. Oh, funny, that was nice of you. To whatever do that. funny name. he I'll is. do that. I'll sit
1: down. There's a there's an arcade game, uh, you know, a thing uh, at uh, carnivals and uh, amusement parks that I'm pretty good at, or I learned the secret to. And uh, and it's one where you compete against people. So I'll sit down with a bunch of kids and play against them, or like you know, one little kid and some. Oh, it's four nineteen. Oh, oh my uh, god! That, so
3: are you kidding me? That noise oh with this story at that time, know, right? That it's insane. perfect.
1: <laughs> so. Uh, um, uh, when, but I'll I'll win, and then you see that sad expression on the little kid's face next to you that, that you know thought yeah, they might win won. something, and I'll just hand them the prize, you know, or the tickets. So I get to yeah, whatever it is. Yeah.
2: Have you ever had? One time I went on this machine, and I believe it was in uh, Austin, Texas, and they had one of these things where it was one of these arcade games, and all of the tickets started coming out <laughs> oddly, just, just broken. Just, yeah. And so we collected them on. I looked like a complete crazy person, and then I handed him some kid, and I thought the kid was going.
3: to Oh yeah, head. he he
2: was covered in tickets. I mean, I basically piled them on him.
3: Full choice of anything at the prize place. Yeah, he got, he
2: got anything he wants, and his parents were like, "No, no, no, no," and I was like, "Yes, yes, yes, yes. This is the best." You day. need
1: so many tickets. Like there, I remember, there used to always be like a boom box for like a million tickets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, boom what? Box um rory where do you stand on food at a winery grapes <laughs> no but um it, which is funny
0: <laughs> it's funny
1: that um uh that that i say that every show Not but everyone. tell us who the chef is pretty much every, i forgot last time
2: uh well it turns out that your joke your standing on grapes joke is very good today it's applicable because um and rory's gonna help me out with this one because it's ryan has from vino tech here on Melrose, next to the foundry, yep. I always say that because everyone—that's how they explain it to me. But what do we call him? A master, not Bader.
3: A master chef? No, I don't he, know. We said
2: the word down to Sommelier. I can't. So say Oh, sommelier, sommelier. How do sommelier. you say? It? Sommelier, sommelier. I how think that's right.
1: Yeah, the way—the key to remembering is that you have to be excited and happy. Okay. Like
2: sommelier, <laughs>
3: sommelier. <laughs> <laughs> is that good? Teach that to Rodrigo. Sommelier! And you have to really hold the yay. Yay, Somalia. Somalia. Somalia.
2: And he's he's uh, from Ireland. And aren't you going to Ireland soon?
3: I am going there in July. You guys can talk I Irish have so together. So many questions. Oh yeah, Dublin. On. Oh, specifically. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so what? So are well, you? Are do you call you call yourself? Do you call yourself a whiny like a foodie <laughs> but yeah, a whiny?
3: I'm a whiny. <laughs> Uh, uh, you, I don't you I really don't, like wines. Or? I like wine, but I'm not like a person who like knows wine really. I just enjoy right. it.
1: I just wanted somebody. I was kind of asking around, and you're way overdue to be on the show anyway. But I just w- was asking around because I wanted to find somebody who was into wine and uh, mm-hmm. and you know would enjoy the experience of sitting here and trying a bunch He's of wine. To be oh,
3: pretty absolutely! Hot
2: shit, this guy, Ryan.
1: Yeah,
3: this is stuff I want to know though. I'm very intrigued yeah. by wine. Well, that's the thing. Wines. You'll
1: also ask questions that like, you know, I, I just have really, you know, I don't give a shit about the nose or the bouquet. Do you or, like wine you know, though? Not really. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> You might like it though. It's okay, to okay for if getting was... drunk on. Oh.
3: It's a definitely different I, kind of drunk.
1: I like drinking it sometimes with like, you know, obviously like an Italian meal. It's fun to have some wine, you know, but the kind you, as, long as, as long the, as you're already the... eating a bunch of stuff that's horrible, you might as well douse it with some you wine. Like, you like
2: the stuff with a basket wrapped around it? Yeah. <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> uh, I like the good stuff. I gotta say, I gotta be honest. I like that. I like it to be a little bit better than your average. Yeah. Okay. You know. I want it to be good wine. What's the most uh,
3: expensive bottle you've ever bought?
2: Oh, I mean, actually, bought probably no more than fifty dollars. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, well except for in a restaurant. All... Yeah, that's true. At restaurants they charge you more though.
3: My fiance and I have one expensive bottle. we fiance, bought. Fiance
2: Listen to yeah. this guy. Yeah. Fiance. A lot, of, a, lot fi- of, a lot of French words.
3: <laughs> There's no yay at the end of fiance. Um, <laughs> fiance. But uh, yeah, we bought like a that's 70. How you now on <laughs> that's <laughs> how I'm going to say this, it at the altar. <laughs> <laughs> this is my fiance. <laughs> People are like, you know, you're marrying a child.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Has this one been said by the way? You're going to get married. Obviously if you're fiance. Yep. Um, I think this is going to be the, uh, a joke that the that uh, the ministers are going to make. It's like, you take this woman in sickness and health insurance? They're going to add insurance to it. Yeah. Someone's going to do it for a joke. To him? In sickness to and some, in health somebody insurance. somebody getting married, they're going to think it's going to be one of these funny minister guys, and they're going to do that. And I'm just waiting for it. Every
1: wedding, every wedding you go to, you're like, this is this, this might is be the, the one. Gonna, <laughs> Fingers crossed. Just, here
2: it was embarrassing this to say sad. out of my mouth, but I mean, <laughs> it's going to be someone's going to do it. It's going to start to happen. Yeah. Say like it, it, it at yours. Anyway.
1: Some uh, sort of anti-Obamacare wedding or something?
2: Just going to be now. An, 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 an and in sickness and in health, and health. insurance. Yeah. And the place is going to
3: lose it. And they're going to be like, this is a fun guy. This guy's fun. He's got it.
2: He's better delivery. Jonah
1: Ray had a fun wedding. Oh yeah, yeah, it was the best wedding I've ever been to. I think.
3: Oh, yeah. I saw your vine where you guys were smoking, and then you said, "Even yeah. at weddings, that was yeah, funny." Yeah, we were, yeah, <laughs>
1: we were there smoking a vapor. Me and Steve Agee were smoking a vape vapor cigarette, like right there during the ceremony, because it was in the kind of indoor outdoor kind of cafe bar situation. Where yeah, it's it expected
2: cool. to smoke a pot at the wedding. Yeah, where you have to. I no, it
1: was all you. You just blow it into the air and it's gone before you know People it. Like it didn't know. bother anybody. It's vaporized. Didn't bother no one. No, no one. Cares. No complaints. And then Harmar Superstar was the wedding band. He he played. Fun. He's very entertaining. Yeah, he had some great covers. Did a cover of uh, uh, Back to the Future. Um, uh, I forget which Power song, of Love. Uh, yeah, or the other one. Uh, Back in Back time. Back in time. And um, bit the guy who played Biff. Uh, Tom Wilson was at the wedding as a guest and jumped up at the end and like sang the last part of the it's song so with him. weird. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. It was. That's so great. It's like <laughs> so, when a pinball machine. He left almost on. immediately afterwards because he's not, he doesn't really love being, you know, yelled at for being biff all the time, you know. Like, yeah. Like he, he gets an earful like, of I think it. People, everywhere yeah, he goes. So like as soon as he really did that at the wedding, it was kind of like that was his cue to leave. He has a podcast on this very uh, network. What's it called, Katie? I think but Big Pop Fun. Comes out on Friday. Friday Plop Date. And you produce that one also?
2: Biff's? Oh, Katie's out of really? control with
1: how much she does. This is
2: Biff's? Because yeah. Because Jonah has one.
1: Yeah, and Jonah has one, but you don't, Jonah that's, Radio. is that on Nerdist? Yeah. It is? Yeah, but he does it He screen just screen. does it himself. Yeah, Jonah Radio is, is he sits around and talks about uh, favorite albums or something with people or favorite yeah. types of music. Yeah. I, always, I always beg off of that one because I just, I, the idea of sitting down and, planning what music i want to talk about i'm already like it's <laughs> too distressed. stressed. i'm already not interested uh, if you're... other people are talking about music and i'm sitting there i can say i can add stuff to it but like to say here's my taste in music everybody yeah uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah i don't need to be judged for that
3: and it's no. too revealing you don't want people to know you like yeah. karaoke jams only oh
1: practically <laughs> no uh, lyrics <laughs> you remind me <laughs> Oh, I thought you meant I only like songs that you hear at karaoke.
2: Uh, You remind me of Biff. Like people don't want to call him Biff, you know. Or I'm I'm sorry, what is Tom? Tom. Tom. Yeah. Uh, That I'm doing that dumb show. I I, I say dumb because it's just silly, not dumb. Dancing fools.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's right there in the title that it's about fools. Shouldn't be saying like that. You can't say that a show about fools.
2: So we have on Joey Lawrence. Oh yeah, as a guest. And uh, whoa. Yeah.
1: He's
3: got to get that all the time,
2: right? Yeah, so I, of course...
1: You know. Yeah, you lay right into
2: it I lay right you into say it full, You I, say the I beginning wanted, and end of every sentence I have a script for him to look at <laughs> Yeah, And it says, whoa, in it like four times And he has a fucking fit Of course He does not like it I don't think that I'm just thinking it's so fun, you know yeah. So I oh. say it's so funny he Goes. That's yeah, we'll like don't. that
1: time Vanilla Ice just fucking trashed a place Because they wanted him do to do Ice Ice Baby or something <laughs> <laughs>
2: He didn't want to do it So then he gets Bad up there that call
3: on his part, though It's like, do Ice Ice Baby You mm. know what I mean? Well, but got he got a lot
2: of attention for
1: breaking up the set that day Oh, that's actually a good point yeah uh, he
2: did not want to he was and so then he we took it out obviously immediately he was like don't want to do it yeah and then uh so when he got up there though the whole entire audience started saying it i mean not i didn't start it i think i i think i've already
1: <laughs> i think i've already dealt with that dude and his i don't think we wanted him to say whoa but i think we wanted him to say stuff that he didn't want to say because he was on a, a sitcom on the wb for a while when i was writing promos there and just it's just amazing like uh writing promos for these actors and comedians and people, when they come in, they just... They they have their own ideas. Yeah, and they t- they don't know what they're doing. No. Like, they don't walk in on the show... He didn't walk in on whatever fucking show he came from, Blossom, and start telling everybody what his character should and shouldn't say. <laughs> he did the goddamn job, and they made him huge. Yeah. They made him hugely famous with that whoa shit. Yeah. He should have it fucking tattooed on his dick.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I would have told him that, but...
1: But I do understand the like the the flip side is like like well. you take a guy like Dave Chappelle like I my theory on his kind of snapping and dropping off the face of show business is that when everyone's yelling uh, I'm Rick James bitch at you when you're just walking down the street that's got to be insanely aggravating yeah are there any so tell us about your I mentioned it already earlier but tell us about the uh, show you're gonna be on in the fall um. It's
3: on TBS and it's called Ground Floor. Oh,
1: I thought it was a network thing. So, Anyways. Karen, <laughs> da- Dancing Fools, um, what exactly? An and
3: then I'm deleted from yet. the whole episode. They don't hear you don't hear from me the rest of the time. Kill his mic if you could. I
2: want to hear about it. Yeah, what's it, what's it called floor. again? Ground Floor. No, we
3: really have to talk about it it's now because it
1: needs some yeah. help. Yeah. Well, well it's needs, called. Uh, well, it needs a
3: push. It's called Ground Floor. It's going to be on TBS. I think it's going to come out in November. I think. Uh, But it's uh, a multi-camp sitcom. uh, Cool. So I'm excited. I've never done anything like that before. You're the main
1: character? I'm not,
3: no. there's 2 You're the fifth
1: or sixth character? I'm like
3: the fourth, yeah, fourth, (laughs) fifth. I'm back there, but...
2: Who's the main character, Joey
3: Lawrence? uh, No, (laughs) I say that and I'm like, yeah, and he doesn't. He told me, let me know what she says about me. Um, it's, uh, Skylar Aston.
2: Hey,
1: listen, I really enjoy being out here and riding these horses, but do you have any that respond to stop? Because <laughs> there's something else I don't want to say to these horses. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why he I never just, got any Westerns. Can I just yell,
2: quit it? Yeah. <laughs> quit it? He
3: can't be in Westerns because he refuses <laughs> to say, oh, <laughs>
1: He'll. i'd love to catch him saying that in his everyday oh, life God. just accidentally you know
3: yeah he hates himself <laughs> when he accidentally says like whoa oh, <laughs>
1: why did i do that <laughs> um, no. who's the star of it skylar
3: Aston, uh was in pitch perfect uh mm-hmm. and briga helen uh she's also kind of new she's been in a couple episodes of cougar town they're the two leads and then the probably the biggest name on it is john c mcginley from scrubs um and other things. He's but. intense.
2: This is so great. So you, a nice haven't been on a, you haven't been on a show like this before. This no. This is the first time. This I'm, is it. This is what's going to Well, this could be the last time we get him on our podcast. I'll never do another thing after
1: this. I don't think, think going to be that hard to get. Oh, <laughs> right,
2: well, I guess I just get so excited.
1: <laughs> he likes to have fun.
2: I just get excited. I'll yeah. be
3: so easy to get.
2: Yeah, we'll see about that.
3: <laughs> um, I'll be writing emails, being like, "Hey, you guys
2: need me back again." That's what's so fun. What's but the
3: what's sketch? the, pre- what's the premise it. of the show? It's a corporate like office building, and at the top are like the corporate big wigs which is like John C. Mcginley. He's like the head of the company, and Skylar Aston's like the young up and comer who's like great.
1: Is he? A, is Mcginley a hothead on it? He is, but he's like very
3: fatherly to this character it's and he's very funny. funny. I mean, I, th- I thought he was hilarious during the pilot. Um, I think he's funny all the
0: time, Okay, yeah, I think good. so
3: too, yeah. And uh, Briga uh, works on the ground floor with me and we're all misfits. And her and Skyler have a one night stand and uh, he's kind of falling for her. She's kind of falling for him. And that world up there just talks about how you don't, hook up with ground floor people they're just they want to use you your meal ticket so they can stop doing their job and our view of them up there is that they work all the time they don't enjoy their lives and uh you know we don't want to be near them i have a huge crush on briga her character so as soon as this this skylar comes into the ground floor area i'm just a smart ass trying to put him down and get rid of him.
2: so I think it's funny. I think it sounds funny. I, I wish you luck good. in that. I hope Thank you get
1: you. rid of that character altogether and they switch the series into you and Briga. It just
3: becomes my show.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exciting. It wouldn't, wouldn't be a bad turn for it to take, I don't think. No. What, I just got back from uh, Nashville, and I wanted yes. to just quickly recommend I'd a love. restaurant there for people, because we always talk about L.A. restaurants. Yeah. Pancake Pantry. I'd I recommend that, that as well. But no, uh, that, that place is good. It's a good, so good. good breakfast place. Um, but, uh, there's a place called the tavern. It's a little over, it's over by uh, Vanderbilt. And, um, it's, uh, I went there with Matt Myra and we both ordered, we, we ordered like a thing to share and that we couldn't decide what the menu had so many amazing looking things on it that, uh, we couldn't decide what to get. So we got one like sandwich kind of thing to, to share and then we each got an entree and it was all amazing and f- nice date there was no yeah there was no microphones but it felt it felt like I was doing the show <laughs> barbecue oh you did? oh
2: that's so funny yeah it, you guys were just because Max but I'll tell you, you guys were probably truly- we
1: were just sitting there talking about all the food in a way that I've never done with another man before. <laughs> <laughs> usually when I eat with another man if he's like you want to you want to taste some of this or even a woman if they're like you want to taste some of this I'm always like no I'm good I ordered this <laughs> this is what I'm gonna eat yeah <laughs> You know, because if you try the other thing and it's better, then you then
2: you, you ruins. So you wish your envy. you had that the whole time. And Order it's, envy. If it's not but what as would you good, say then the name you... of the restaurant again. The tavern. Oh, because the you tavern. sound a little like Jiminy Glick when you say the tavern. The tavern. I did. Just a what little first. He went up and then we went up. Did you get and barbecue? Down. The tavern.
1: Well, that's part of the thing is I I could barely tell you what I ordered. It was like it was it was like barbecue chicken on yes. like, but it was on like. At garlic mashed potatoes yes. that had a, of, uh, corn, a like, moat of corn, like like corn puree, pureed corn, all all around uh-huh. it. It was just one of those things where you can just like, like baby
2: food. That's just yes.
1: eating
3: in the South, right there. They're <laughs> like, we'll just we we'll give you a moat of carrots.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Moat.
1: I wish Matt was here right now because um, he could really he could rem- remember it. it. Yeah, he didn't get. He probably did get wine. high before and after,
2: but he likes wine.
1: Uh, yeah, He, he looks would, like it. In fact, I was talking to him about how I'm trying to find somebody who likes wine, he goes, well, if you can't find anybody, I'm in. <laughs> and I was like, I will find someone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: nice. We already had our meal here yeah. at the tavern. Because yeah, we, we haven't had
1: a repeat guest yet, have we? No. We've had repeat chefs. Yeah. Uh, our very first chef just got a new gig, uh, so we're going to try to have oh, her that's on a again.
2: good idea. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, no, you new you like wine because you're fancy. Do you, so you have I'm a, a fancy fiance. person. Mm-hmm. When's the wedding?
3: Uh, September, late oh, September. Nice. Yes.
2: Yeah. And back in '63.
3: Nice. Back in '63. You
2: also learned to play the piano. That's very fancy. Today
3: was lesson day number one. Lesson number one, and it was uh, it was awesome. I recommend it. Do you I play recommend other every, instruments. I know four chords on a guitar. I'm not really? very musical. I feel like the piano is something I will be able to pick up for some reason. And you're the guitar just read? doesn't work for me. Read yeah music? she like she was showing it's me. Hard. it's very hard like
2: to say uh, not when you're not a kid I mean I don't know that's if I'll, I'll ever be say.
3: able to read it i mean as soon as I look at it it just looks like like hieroglyphics like I don't even know what it is so
2: were you good at math no well, that that's
1: that's makes it hard yeah similar fractions
2: something about it I don't know yeah can understand parts parts of of how that was stuff.
3: like how it was decided what it would look like you know what I mean like the look of sheet music. It's, it's like beautiful how looking. is this the code? How did it become this? Because it was
1: written with a you know, a quill.
3: <laughs> but it's so weird looking. Yeah, they like, this you know symbol I mean? will like, look like this.
1: Just drawing yeah. those lines and putting it, Yeah, it's really uh, it's really off putting. Like I always I'm always jealous of people that just sort of pick up an instrument and teach themselves to play it I know. And don't know how to read music but can play anything that you you know that you suggest. They
3: hear one song and they just know how to play yeah. it. Spencer, yeah.
2: actually, the thirteenth, my son is. Uh, we have it. We got a piano from our neighbor. They were moving, and so uh, we haven't got him lessons yet. But he's already. He takes guitar and he's pretty good. But he just w- goes over and looks at a song he likes and watches the, the person play it, and then he goes and plays it on the piano. That's wow. amazing. Which I thought was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, it's. I
2: was really impressed, actually. And no one in our family can do it. Is he is a pretty, pretty creative person? Oh, sorry.
1: <laughs> is he really creative? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Do you sit around and sing? Uh, <laughs> We sing. Oh. We never thought we could afford a piano <laughs> of our own. <laughs> God, <laughs> that was a crazy uh, ad that I grew up with.
2: Oh, he's been playing Macklemore lately. He oh. wants to play. Can it. He play
1: it on the piano?
2: Yeah, it's pretty good.
1: That's amazing. I didn't There's know the one I, big I piano. The shop had any uh, piano parts in one. it? Oh, okay. See, there, there is another. There's like a slow song yeah. that he does. It's very. Uh, it's all about how people use the word "gay" too much. That's right.
2: Mm-hmm. That's the
3: song. Yeah, Andy yeah. Haynes went to high school with him.
2: Really, I like yeah. that guy.
3: He said he was rapping back then. He's like was just been wanting to do this his whole life.
1: He seems hella talented to me.
2: He seems hella.
1: Yeah, yeah. They're smart. And I think fifty dollars for a... a T-shirt. That's some ignorant shit. It's <laughs> 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 <He's, that's> way, <laughs> way ignorant.
2: <laughs>
1: um what else do we? So, uh, Ryan is here. Yep. Oh, okay. So, I think we're ready
2: for to get this thing.
1: Yeah, going. fuck yeah! Let's get some pairings.
2: Let's pair it up. I'm, I'm You're,
1: excited and scared of this. Well, it's going to be are really you scared fun. Of? You're going to learn a lot because we're going to drink a bunch of wine. It's you know, I'm nervous huh? that there wasn't going to be four thirty,
2: and I made a mistake.
1: Oh, and that he was just going to bring wine.
2: But I'm sure he won't, because I don't like to.
1: You can't wine. call it a pairing.
2: I know that's what if it's just wine.
1: Wine with wine.
2: This wine goes try great try with this Try these together. <laughs> if he's bringing parents, I mean, maybe he's he'll doing some cheese. Let's guess what it'll be. Wine mixed bread.
1: Maybe uh, kumquat.
2: Uh,
3: charcuterie.
2: Oh, very good. Is that charcuterie. Right? I bet that's what. I'll be good.
1: Oh, uh, uh... Pudding? Meat? No. Meats? Meats. That's meat. Assorted uh, meats. Oh, that's what assorted meats is? Maybe there'll be some
2: uh, some uh, sliced up sausages.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Okay, well... Oh! Uh, Let's find out. Comes in Let the adventure I knew there'd be some oh, prosciutto. prosciutto. All
2: right! <laughs> no, that uh, looks like capicola. Oh, okay. Hi! Hi! hi. How you Look hi. at this.
1: Hi Ryan Hi, This is you? Rory Hi. I'm Doug and that's Karen nice you.
2: Thank you so nice much you. A Pleasure. Yeah thank you
1: so nice much for you. coming
2: You sound like you're from Ireland <laughs> I already oh, knew God. you were
1: Yeah we already talked about how you're from Ireland He's going yeah, to Ireland very strange.
3: How are you going I'm going to, to Dublin in July to do some comedy You're going to have a lot
1: of fun there Yeah I'm excited yeah, about so. it Dublin
4: needs a bit of that <laughs> <laughs>
2: How are so, you doing? Did you just get done, Did you, you, well, first let's explain, you um, are at Vinotech. I am. Uh, yeah,
4: actually just down the street, right on Melrose, uh, Melrose and Gardner. So just down the street, kind of in between Fairfax and the Brea okay. area. So yeah, I'm one of the, the restaurant owners and I guess the wine director and sommelier there. So
2: Now explain what is it? So Master Sommelier, uh-huh. is that how you say it?
4: Uh, I am not a master sommelier. Oh,
2: you're not. That's what someone told me. They lied to me.
4: Yeah, no. I'm an advanced som. Uh, there's very few actor, uh, actually, master sommeliers right? in the world. It's uh, Josh. Roughly, yeah, roughly about 300 or so in the world.
2: Is and that right? So you're advanced.
3: I'm
4: advanced. That's I'm as good. close as you can get to becoming a master without becoming.
3: An what What's the extra step you have to take?
4: Uh, it It would involve. Uh, an, An obstacle long, course. Yeah. You, have <laughs> An murder,
1: obstacle you have to murder. You have to murder someone. One of uh, the other masters. You, you
4: get hit into pools. Uh, and there's various bubbles. You have to jump on. <laughs> Um I uh, I a very, serious uh, answer uh, it's thing. very <laughs> funny for many people to see, and then you you take a wine test afterwards <laughs> um but uh it, it's just kind of sitting down and and uh taking a written test, taking you know a service test and then a blind tasting of a number of wines of which you have to
3: That's insane.
4: name the fun. vintage the the varietal. Uh, as
2: the test goes on, does mm-hmm. it get a little foggier?
4: Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, sure. In <laughs> fact, it's know, fairly foggy at the moment. Yeah, it's like the cannabis cup.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: Is like, there a cannabis cup? How can you cup? try
1: a bunch of things without...
2: Hmm? There's a cannabis cup? Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know. I the cannabis cup. This is really the, the first.
1: Like, really you the try first. one
3: thing and then you're like, well... It affects all of them. It's got yeah, to, right? it Yeah,
1: then it becomes more about uh, taste and, uh, you know, and the yeah. way it looks and, you know, there's a bunch of things they judge Look, it on. I can you totally
3: can understand. I can totally understand. Oh, that's,
1: that's grand. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it happens. It loves yeah. it. Yeah. Do we have backup plates, Katie, for so we can sort of move things And also, didn't you just
2: fly in from somewhere? Am I wrong?
4: Yeah,
1: I was actually in Colorado.
4: Uh, my baby brother just graduated from high school, so it was oh very. We, we were very excited about How that. Awesome. He's the, the first one Muzzle in the family. Tough. Oh,
2: cheers. Yes, Cheers, I should say. That's <laughs>
4: great. Um, well, um, and what
2: do we
1: have uh, first? What are we, what are we doing here? All
4: right, so uh, I brought a couple of different wines today, and I brought wines from uh, various places uh, that you probably wouldn't guess to get wines. Uh, you know, so often we Buy wines that we're familiar with or from wine regions that we're familiar with just because we feel safe. And, uh, you know, what really Vinotech is all about is exposing people to different varietals around the world. You know, I, I don't carry very many California wines because we want the options that somebody says, I, I, want, I love Pinot Grigio. And then this is kind of a, a type of wine that I would pour them in its place. And uh, the type of wine oh. this is called is Picpoul de Panette. Uh,
2: Picpoul de Panette.
4: Yeah, Peak Pool de pinet literally de translates Pinette. to the stinging of the lips, mm. uh, just because it's supposed to sting your lips with the high acids. Uh, uh, this is done by uh, a winery called Cresales, uh in southern France uh, from Languedoc. Um, a very ancient varietal. It's been around for many, many centuries. Um, it's very light. It's, it's a perfect summer wine, really, because it's, it's light, it's appurvescent. Uh, you get a lot of citrus. Ow. Ouch. Right? <laughs> yeah. Do we, now, what it's do terrible. we do?
2: Do we eat something first or how does it go? Well, does it the way that I uh,
4: teach people kind of how to taste wine yeah, is, is, is to go learning, ahead Doug. and yes. uh, to swirl it in the glass. And the reason to, to kind of swirl wine in the glass is uh, not only to be as pretentious as possible, uh, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, and to make people really kind of look at your skills uh, uh, as a wino. Uh, and you also, should stare at them while you do it, Yeah, too, but, right? but like, also look kind of disgusted with what's in the glass. <laughs> like, just look generally disgusted with whatever's in the glass and just keep saying no at random times. Mm-hmm. So while looking Not just for me. Re- no. Yeah, just no. 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 Gross. Uh, <laughs> no uh, Merlot. Yeah. No. Uh, and really, the reason you swirl is to really open up the wine, to allow kind of the aromas and bouquets to kind of present themselves inside the glass. Uh, you're also taking a look at the colour. The uh, reason you look at colour is for a couple of reasons. First off, you're trying to judge the extraction of the wine. So to look how long was that wine left in contact with the skids, skin, seeds and grapes as to give that wine its particular colour. Uh, the longer this like, maceration stage is lasts, the more colour it's going to pull off those you know, skins and, and uh, seeds and stems.
2: We're going for it now? Mm-hmm.
4: Get in there.
1: As uh, as advertised, yes. Very acidic.
2: I always feel like I want to have one little piece of something.
4: Yeah, and the best part about this is the higher uh, when you do have high acid wines, it goes really good with things that carry a lot of fats, uh, such as cheeses. Um, High acid wines. High acid wines more fat. More fat. Pork belly. The more you know, high acid you have more fat is going to be paired really well so uh, grab a piece of cheese Uh, you've already just sipped the wine so grab a piece of cheese allow the cheese to kind of coat your palate and then go back and taste the wine again oh okay and uh, you're going to kind of see something kind of fantastic which is the lipids or the fats inside the cheeses are going to attach themselves to the acid inside the wine and kind of present the fruit which is fantastic Mm
3: -hmm. in this short amount of time you've taught me more about wine than I've ever learned me too
1: did you see Never. the movie Sideways?
3: <laughs> you know what? I avoided it knowing in the future I would have this chance.
1: No, because Paul Giamatti, it's an interesting movie because he really talks about wine quite a bit. For, for, for a mainstream movie, it's, it's more oh than my God. I've ever heard.
2: It's totally different, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah.
4: It's now all graceful <laughs> and, it's, and very uh, funny.
2: And, and it is specifically,
1: I would say, fruitier yeah. after you've had the cheese.
2: Well, it stays. I like it because it just sort of stays on in your mouth longer. So. Yeah,
4: the, it lingers. The finish seems uh, seems a little bit wonderful. I uh, remember
3: that high acid, more fat.
4: Yeah, I, 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 and I just say a lot of the old world wines. Uh, and when I say old world, I mean Europe. Uh, I guess new world wines would be considered everything except Europe. So even places that are much older, like South Africa or anything, are considered more new world wines. Uh, just because they are fairly new to the wine trades and, uh, in, you know, growing vineyards and stuff like that.
0: Mm.
2: It's
4: kind of fun. And, the, and then the meat I brought is uh from northern Italy. So mm-hmm. a nice kind of like lightly spicy food.
2: Did I say that? What no, you I said say?
4: capicola, I which is it. it's very much like the same, but, uh, but uh, in an entirely different way and different food
3: altogether. What steered you in this That's direction? Was there now. a sp- certain point in your life where you're like, I want to know No, it was actually completely accident. Uh, oh yeah. I I uh, you know, I didn't
4: really drink wine till college and uh, I only knew uh, about wine from what my mother, you know, drank at dinner and you know, I'm being what from did Ireland. You drink? Uh, anything that came in a very large bottle and was fairly cheap.
2: Right down
0: here? No, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
4: and uh, I was studying my my family owns a whiskey distillery in Ireland uh, and we had been making whiskeys you know for a couple hundred years and so I was studying uh, chemistry and botany uh, and there you go become a distiller and uh, like so many people at university I was you know a server and uh, working at a restaurant and then they made me head server at a french restaurant and i knew nothing of wine i thought well i'm already taking the classes might as well take a vindiculture course learn something about wine and it was in that class i tasted wines that i didn't know really i didn't know wine could taste like that and then got the bug became obsessed and then changed my degree to Anology or the study of wine and then uh, graduated studied wine and then learned moved to spain studying winemaking in spain and uh worked for a couple of uh, of high-end uh, restaurants uh, and then became a wine consultant around the world so i put together wine lists and liquor lists for hotels and restaurants for a number of years and then uh finally got together with my current partners and opened up uh, a wine bar in los angeles but I, I i'd seen a lot of the wine bars in town i didn't really like them just because they were they were they were bars that served wine and i really wanted kind of a classical wine bar there's no bar in the restaurant you you can't go to a bar there's all tables and proper wine service comes to you at the table cuz i wanted people to actually you know look at each other uh, <laughs> just to bring back kind of the old school version of, you know, y- you sit down and enjoy wine and food, uh, as more of a collaboration, you know, it's a communal process by which y'all can just sit down, mm-hmm. uh, eat food, drink wine, and kind of get rid of the pretension of wine and bring back people to sitting for hours and getting a couple, couple plates of food, get some wine, try different wines. <laughs> Vino well, f- tech. Yeah. Vino tech. You want to try mm.
2: some of this?
3: Would you like to? It's very good. It's yeah, good stuff. What kind of <laughs> cheese is? You got
4: these? a long night ahead of you. So over here is we have a, a, a three-year-aged Welsh cheddar. Okay. I
2: here have a little piece of the bread, though.
4: I brought uh, a Normandy brie from uh, the north of France, and then I brought uh, a, a goat cheese from Catalonia, Spain, called Cabral Vino, which is uh, actually soaked in uh, in wine. Hence the, the purple wine. Yeah, drawing, that yeah.
3: that's really good. Oh, wow. so better
4: it's better kind better. of fun.
2: Yeah, she also she studied wine. You drink, drinks whiskey? This girl a lot. And This has a kick. Mm-hmm.
3: It's got a kick. That's your catchphrase <laughs> with the wine tasting. <laughs> Whiskey's got a, a kick.
2: kick as well. <laughs> it's got a kick. Come on a
3: a down wine. to Katie's Wines. That's all right. You
4: I really I don't. hers. You really don't need to know about wine. Should
2: I have more? I mean, if we're gonna.
4: Probably yeah. I mean, the best way to do anything is really to, to just kind of immerse yourself and to the uh, limit. Uh, yeah. It's good. I really like jump.
2: white wine, mm-hmm. and I do like um, Pinot Grigio. All right, give me yeah. a little more of that then. Yeah. Here you go. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll take
3: a touch. And I have. It's really I good. don't think Thank I've had
2: much. this. Yeah, I've I had I've had stuff have. that people give like there's um what name me a few more that there's that are similar to Pinot Grigio,
4: yeah uh, Pinot Grigio so from uh, originally is from northern Italy, um, specifically like the Alto Adige, northeastern part of Italy, uh, around the Venenzi or you know around the three Venices so Veneto and 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 all that stuff and where Romeo and Juliet are from.
2: But what, what what are some other ones that are like Pinot Grigio? There's a couple. There's a couple. Oh sure.
4: Um. There's a number of, of light varietals that you can that you can always look into. But Peak Pool to Bonnet is one of them. If you want to stick to lighter, very crisp wines, Sauvignon Blanc. I know a lot of people are like, well, you know, I don't. That really, seems sweeter. I'm not. I'm not it, it seems sweeter because most Sauvignon Blancs that you've probably had are from California, which get a oh. lot of ripeness uh, ah. about the berries. And more ripeness comes more sugars, hence more sugars, higher alcohols and sweetness, uh, residual sugars inside so the wine. So
2: what's a good Sauvignon Blanc that's somewhere else? of oh, France, I guess.
4: Yeah. In fact, the birthplace of Sauvignon Blanc is in the Loire region, uh, places like Sancerre um, uh, and Puy Fumé, which is in the Loire Valley, in the eastern Loire Valley.
2: Oh, that's what my, my mom used to like, uh, Fumé Blanc.
4: Fumé Blanc is actually a, a term that was... Is it made up? It's, it's derogatory. Not, it, it's it, inappropriate
2: it, to say.
0: <laughs>
2: in, in sense, it's racist.
4: Yeah, it's actually racist.
2: How rude of me. I, it, thank it, you for it, pointing it, that it, out, Rory.
4: It's absolutely racist. In <laughs> fact, uh, and some of the funniest, best things in the world have come out of really substantial racism. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's true. It, uh, uh, it, it's it's sure fun amongst talk. friends. Yeah, <laughs> we all feel clean.
2: This is good, though.
3: Um. But
4: yeah,
2: tastes better with the cheese, I think too, huh? Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, the cheese. I mean, we're just really devouring does. the mm-hmm. cheese. Is that all right? Well, oh yeah, get in there. We
2: all might be a little hungry. Who knows?
3: And uh, I got a few more wines too. Yeah, so do you? Try do you one. feel like you know a ton about? To, I mean, feel like you know? Is like knowing a lot of like cheese and like the whole charcuterie thing. Is that like just kind of goes with the territory? Do oh, you feel? Sure, yeah. yeah, yeah,
4: especially because
3: psalms are meant uh, to you know make a an eating
4: experience better for you. So you don 't have to know a lot about wine, in fact, if a restaurant has a sum it it 's kind of fun to trust somebody else to kind of ask you a couple of questions about what you like to typically drink and to pair food and wine to make you know ultimately a yep. great experience for you
2: well uh, we went uh, one time we went to uh where they have like the um the tasting menu, you mm-hmm. know, like you know, for a dinner. Mm-hmm. And uh Oh, Fogo for- de Chow?
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Applebee's. We a- were at Applebee's <laughs> Yeah, and, it was uh, Olive
2: Garden, it was delicious before the bread came out. Uh no, but the it was bread, no the, re- the Riesling I'm not a fan of, right? I don't like sweet wine. So anyway, they brought out Riesling mm-hmm. with um like some Chinese food.
4: mm mm-hmm.
2: And yeah. it made it delicious somehow. Mm, yeah. I mean I don't even I couldn't believe it. Yeah, Can it's al- it's, it?
4: a, it's, a, it's a it's kind of an underrated pairing, but uh, something that you do alternate something that's very sweet with something that's spicy or sour.
2: That was delicious.
4: Yeah, I, I, and that's the thing is is you know I often hear at the restaurant somebody come in and be like I hate riesling because I don't like sweet wines, and that just comes into well actually the majority of the world of rieslings is actually dry is dry dry dry.
2: Did you come down? Uh,
4: what? <laughs> it's not. It's not that you're dumb. It's just like how how, yeah. how would you uh, how would you know that? Because the majority of Rieslings imported to the United States are generally sweet.
2: Yeah, the ones you we
4: like
3: yeah, our yeah. sugars.
4: Yeah. We yeah. love
1: yeah. our we sugars. Like sugar. We like. Fuzz. But it's um, also a bigger world. It's hard to you know to yeah, pin how? pin exactly I- it within any kind of wine. There's like so many variations.
4: And absolutely in different styles, and and that's the best thing about wine is even amongst one varietal such as Chardonnay. There are 10,000 different versions and made all different ways. So people that come in and say, I hate Chardonnay. Well, you may have hated the Chardonnays that you had, but there are Chardonnays that are as light and crisp as Sauvignon Blanc and Pinot Grigio. Um, there are the big buttery California shards, but there are also Italian Chardonnays that are, are very soft and very elegant and very rich, almost taste like peaches, you know, and... Uh, mm so, but before I, I would just suggest to people, you know, before you go in and say, I hate this certain wine, say, how do you know? Have you had every kind? And it's impossible. I mean, there's millions upon millions of wineries making every stylistic version of that particular wine. We isn't? tried
3: to tell her that before you got
1: here. <laughs> I uh, tried to a, set her straight. Yeah, she would have listened. listened. She was not I, hearing I, you. I just, to her.
2: things are sweet. I closed my <laughs> yeah. ears.
3: Just in a whiny voice. <laughs> it was horrible.
2: I so, didn't think they were going to let me do the show. but
3: It's so strange, like, uh, like, and I, it's Somalia, right? It is. When like, it's so, like, that's the most true. Like, if you go to a place and they're like, oh, this is Sommelier. Like, you telling me what to drink and eat, I, yeah. it's like the most trusting person at a restaurant <laughs> where you're like, well, you know, you yeah. know. So bring whatever. Like, I, don't, I wouldn't even look at the menu if you're like, you don't even need the menu. I'll tell you exactly what to order. I would just trust you completely to give me exactly what I want.
4: And 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 the and really the best kind of sommeliers and wine people uh, are great and fun to trust for that reason. I mean, I, I will say this though, generally speaking, I hate sommeliers. I hate me people. too. That's what I was getting at. Because they're,
1: really they're snobby and they push things that are, you know, just their personal taste and yeah. not really trying to please the customer. I, I, Ooh, someone sure
2: had an episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? He had a recovered <laughs> memory. Ooh, personal no, experience. i was just, yeah, I was just trying in. to guess why <laughs> he doesn't
4: like that. Dear God, doctor, I didn't know you were coming. <laughs> I would have prepared more. My... <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, just because they do get pretentious, and when you say you like a certain wine, that may not be a highbrow wine right. for them to kind of judge oh, you. Oh. You were looking for the cheaper chicken. I must have. uh, I must have misjudged. Here, allow me. This is uh, this is Robert Mondavi's vintage of Cabernet. Fifteen dollars. This
1: garbage is fine for you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And (laughs) And they just kind of enjoy under the table.
4: They don't even. This is the stupidest (laughs) thing. I mean, even my mother, who who does buy those jug wines and still puts you know ice cubes in her wine, and to this day looks at me and goes, "You must hate me." Mm-hmm. I'm like absolutely. just you disgust me. Yeah. <laughs> you're disgusting. But but, ice, um, ice cubes in
1: the wine isn't so bad if she drinks it really fast. It's true. If you let it sit, then the, 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 then the watery it's going to run. Glass. Yeah, yeah. she's mom, really.
4: It's, she's a it a whiskey, and wine, and it's a shot glass. With the whiskey, Here we go. Mean, go. Honestly, the beer <laughs> mug ha- helmet's not funny. Mm-hmm. Ice not cream funny, and wine, but she's adorable because she really likes doing that to you know a good game or something. like Yeah, but does she
2: like the wine you give her?
4: She does. She does. Yeah. She she is she has started trying more things and uh, and it's fun to see her try these things.
3: It's well, always
1: let's like, try more things right now. Yeah. yeah Can we? Amen. What were you going to no, say Rory?
3: Well, when you see like a Somalier like you're uh it's 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 it feels like such a like you're 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 dressed very well. You probably usually dress very well. Like it's a very classy look. Have you ever come across like the Somalier who's like just naturally gets it, but is like the just the just dresses horribly hates his gift at knowing so much about wine? Does that make sense? What I'm he, saying, he you know what I mean? He's, I and uh, he smells bad. He smells bad, but like he's like he's like a sommelier where all the others are like <laughs> he, we're not pretentious, but like put on like you're. He rolls. See, in, he, roll, he rolls. He rolls in late. But, like he lives <laughs> on the beach. Is actually <laughs> <laughs> he's on the beach.
1: Is always actually you know, hungover from patrillion. wine. He's Val Kilmer
3: from Real Genius.
4: <laughs> <laughs> in fact, often I, I I'll wear jeans and stuff like that around uh, jeans? restaurants. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, they're comfortable. Well, you
2: look very. You have like. You, yeah, you're very. You actually are very. But, well, not, today, he has a restaurant. I feel on like Melrose, it's just such a classy
3: position. You know what I mean? Like it just. Uh, often
4: it, it tends to be one of those snobby positions where, but not like snobby.
3: To... I mean, it just like you 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 take it like seriously and you look good about it. You
4: know but what I mean? Doesn't
2: wear, yeah. I bet you don't wear a suit, do you? No. Yeah. You very,
4: like but it'd be
1: hard. it be a hard job get, to get yeah. without appearing extremely knowledgeable. Oh, sure. I and I depending on
4: the restaurant, you know, often people will make you wear uh, the full suit, <laughs> and then you'll have someone a, a badge that shows that you're, you've achieved yeah. so much, and then they have a little tasting cup, which is the silver. Cup that highlights the the light in wines to judge a, a particular wine, and this is the stuff that I just I can't stand. I and mean, you have to open the cork with a sword. You, yeah. Do you I have know. the thing ever where
2: you <laughs> yeah. have the you have the thing in the middle, mm-hmm. and then you drink it and you throw it, you spit the you spit it out. Yes, but soon. Does anyone ever drink that?
1: <laughs> mm. well again back to sideways in a, in a fit of rage Paul Giamatti pours the whole thing oh, of it in oh, his own right. face yeah, and it's yeah, disgusting that's, right, that's what right. the uh, yeah that's so what gross. the sommelier who's it's also got cigarette butts in it
4: yeah <laughs> keep in mind I am
3: Irish and yeah. I do drink
1: it afterwards <laughs> do you have so
0: anything do you cheaper?
1: cheaper
3: that's what he puts as the bucket Is you anything oh, cheaper yes we do you yeah. wasted all a of the bucket of it
2: uh, speaking of him uh, but also he, what do you
1: think about that in general like people should just drink the wine right like spitting it out is like really
4: really you spit it out when you're tasting a multitude of wines. A lot so of them. when you're when you're, you're sitting there tasting through forty wines, obviously you eat, to drink forty. Yeah, you don't
1: want to be forty
2: wine drunk. Yeah. No.
4: I mean, as smart as you look at that stage, you know, when you're spitting over.
2: Here, we'll save some know. questions for him, for like, because I have another question. But we'll have a get th- We'll go get the next. Okay, one. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know he had to go leave to go get something. I thought
1: I thought it was all here. Yeah, just grab the Oh, okay. Help? Doug said he'd help. Okay.
2: Um. Okay. Well, then, uh, you know how on uh, sideways mm-hmm. he says he hates Merlot so much. mm Hmm is there good merlots or is it really bad
3: No
4: merlots are fantastic in fact uh, it's, it, it's another misconsep- uh, misconception about wine uh, this is another person that probably hated california style big plushy fruity yeah cuz it takes merlots. place in
1: california and so and he goes to those wineries and he, yeah. he knows what he likes and he and, you know it's the character's Kind of out of line how angry he right. gets about Merlot. He does not like Merlot. <laughs> yeah. Merlot no plans. fucking Merlot, yeah.
4: You just have to look around for good Merlots. And, you know, some of the great Bordeaux of all time are oh. primarily Merlot based on the right bank of uh, of Bordeaux where they specialize in Merlot blends. Um That so some far of the great, is my favourite wine. It's it's the Bordeaux. The Bordeaux are amazing. Yeah. Because they you know they blend five different usually five different red varietals.
2: They call it like a maritage sometimes.
4: They, they, in yeah. America they call it an uh, a, a maritage in Bordeaux they just call it a Bordeaux blend. But if you're referring to a Bordeaux blend, you're generally referring to a blend of, you know, five different varietals. Cabernet, Sauvignon, Cabernet Franc, Merlot, Malbec and Petit Verdot. Again, another misconception. People think Malbec is all from Argentina. This oh, wouldn't be further from idiots. The right? <laughs> I'm one of them. I always thought that. I have to stop
2: say, that. I, do, I like when I uh, get a Malbec. Yeah. I think it's good. Yeah, Malbecs like are fantastic. It, yeah. um,
1: uh, what do you think about uh, when we do this next round? Do we use the same glasses or do you have to switch the glasses up? If they're, if they're warm, empty, like, is it fine? Uh, uh,
4: uh, totally empty is totally fine because uh, we we're building up in body complexity. Not such a big idea. Okay. So... No worries. So the next wine I have here... I'm
3: already drunk.
4: Yeah, we yeah, are. Yeah,
2: you can feel this little
1: sucker. <laughs> you, you came here on a bus, right? Yeah. <laughs> so
4: the next These wine...
2: These are small glasses, everyone ...is out there.
4: a Pinot Noir, yeah. uh, oh, but yes. not a California... ...this bottle. wine is actually from Sancerre, France. I was just talking about Sancerre. Uh, Sancerre is generally always known as uh, a wine region that serves white varietals such as Saint Blanc. Uh, but about 20% of the wine made in saint is red, and generally speaking, Pinot Noir. Uh, so Pinot Noir from northern France, from a cooler wine region, is going to have higher acids. Uh, just because it's cooler, it's harder to get you know fuller ripe grapes up there. Um, it's a little bit more earthy than that of maybe a California Pinot Noir. I was going to
3: say that
4: um i know
3: that's all i do to make it seem like i know anything <laughs> <Yeah>. about it <laughs> I, was, I was
4: just gonna say that i'm gonna again. quote you on that now yeah. i just you beat me to it because you're just you
3: won't shut up so. <laughs> did you uh yeah i was gonna say that. It i'm irish I oh i really like this it's fun? very like uh, it's yeah, not as it's got a very flat finish
4: to yeah. it yeah. very light uh you get a lot of like little cranberry notes in there um stuff like that but again taste the wine taste a piece of cheese go back to the wine and this mm. this really elegant little little spiced little peanut I like
2: when there's a little spice a little pepper in it yeah I like
4: that yeah it's it's amazing it's
3: really what's great. your favourite wine did you already say that my favourite wine
4: I don't know I, I, I like anyone else change
3: mm-hmm. all the time and have
4: different wines that I love and it would be impossible to kind of narrow down my favourite wine but uh
1: I love that answer. I love that answer because I get all the time. You know, I, I like I'm a big movie buff and I also like marijuana yeah. and in both cases when people say, what's your favorite? Yeah, it's hard There's to say. so
4: many good ones. Yeah. Like, yeah how the hell ones is ones, uh, anyone supposed to pick their favorite? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a like, silly well, when question. When you when
3: you go to like buy wine, let's say, mm-hmm. uh, and, and are you ever like, are you immediately driven by what you are going to be eating that night? Do you go, oh, well, let's get this? Because when I go to buy wine i'll go buy bordeaux mm-hmm. for like an occasion because that's what i really like yeah but i want to branch out i just don't know what i'm doing and like if someone's like well we're having steak tonight i'd be like well that my knowledge that affects me in no way because i don't know sure how to pair but do, are you like that when you go shop you're like oh well if i'm gonna have this tonight maybe i'll get this
4: yeah because I, I mean i do love wine and i do love pairing food and wine uh but like most people in the world, it's not like I'm just like, well, wine's the greatest drink. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and put that out there that out of every drink in the whole world, yeah, we all know the best. We all know wine is Above probably water. the better one. Yeah. I mean, just speaking of uh, because I'm good at it. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean I I love whiskies and I love bourbons and I love Irish whiskies and scotches. I love. Uh, you know, tequilas and stuff like that. What's your favorite
3: whiskey? I just keep going for the favorite question. <laughs> what's your favorite <laughs> tequila
4: I, 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 I Wait, what's your family's one? Uh, Paddy Irish whiskey. Okay, um, but uh, I mean, I like I like everything. I I really do. I like uh, I like bourbons because they're smoke smoky and honeyed. I like Irish whiskeys because they're they're really soft. Uh, and nutty. I like scotches because you know sometimes they're really peaty and uh, and rich. And you know everybody's like, well, you, you you obviously probably sip whiskey. That's absolutely not the truth. I probably shoot whiskey more than any ni- than anything. No. And uh, I like beers and like all kinds of beers. And everybody's like, well, you're Irish. You must love Guinness. I love Guinness, but I love Fat Tire too out of Colorado. You know, yeah. It really just depends. And when I go buy wine, I buy wine based on on food, yes, or what other people uh, that I know that I'm going to be drinking with love. You know, often oh, I, know. I, I, I people are just like, well, I love big Napa Cabernet, so I'll go buy a big Napa Cabernet that I think's great. And I won't necessarily buy a nice, huge, expensive bottle. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll buy something that is five dollars, so I can show somebody. You can find great little cheap wines and, and from different places. I do
3: a lot of Trader Joe's wine. Trader
2: Joe's is, is yeah.
4: wonderful at finding fantastic pies yeah. uh, for the quality. And
2: what uh, do you say for a good uh, rose that I'm going to bring Saturday?
4: What kind of roses do you like? Well, this
2: is so like do you like where you going. What's happening? Oh, I'm going to a friend's house. Oh, we'd love to. Oh, okay.
1: That's great. We'll be there. That's yeah,
2: great. sounds like a fun night. She loves rosé.
4: <laughs> she loves rosé. Does she like more fruity? She
2: likes a, um,
4: fruity, like,
2: an Italian one she likes. Uh, uh, no, dry. More, dry, but more, she likes Italian. Yeah.
4: So she likes yes. what are called the rosados or Italian varietals uh, or rosés are called rosados. Um, so they're generally a little bit fruitier, a little bit more power, uh, powerful because they need to go with you know Italian food, which is powerful flavors. Such we as- like
2: it real cold. Yeah. yeah.
4: Um. I would I would try and surprise her. So people that generally like Italian rosés, yeah, love Spanish rosés, the the, the rosés oh, of Grenache that you can probably pick up for around eight dollars. A
2: Grenache. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I know. So that. head
4: to. You know Whole Foods or Trader yeah. Joe's, and just be like, "Do you have any like Spanish rosés?" And just pick up whichever one you find.
2: All right,
3: I I I, I and then take that in there,
4: that's uh, what and I'm try do. this one.
2: Okay, this has turned out perfect for me. A lot of
3: people say buying wine if the bottle looks cool or the label looks cool. Do you think that's a good? Way yeah, to I love cool, cool labels. Sure. Yeah. Um, Yes and no,
4: because some of the wor- some of the great wines that I've had uh, in my life are some of the worst. <laughs> no, <laughs> terrible He's labels. All, yeah. Like there's a there's a Moroccan wine out there um, that my my friend Didier uh, imports, and he it's a uh, it's a rosé of Cab Franc from Morocco.
3: You're friends with P. Didier. Uh P,
4: It's P to the D. I, I'm, I'm not gonna harp on the specifics of this but but yeah. I, I Name mean, dropping. yeah. Well when you know people. Uh it's then, a
1: different skill label making and winemaking. Like yeah. the two should not be like oh, one marketing. shouldn't drag yeah. the other but one yeah. Yeah. down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah that's uh, true. Uh, and
4: seriously in some countries people are just like, This totally needs to be fluorescent pink.
2: This is a beautiful label, by the
1: way.
4: <laughs> and uh mm-hmm. but that, yeah. And uh, I guess for the last wine I brought you guys a Mexican wine.
2: What? Ew. Right. i
3: become super <laughs> racist. Oh.
4: Gross. <laughs> totally gross. Oh, my God. If I drink it, they get behead me. I don't even know. It's that just a bottle old, of tequila. Th- this has like a very old-looking label. Yeah, well, Mexico's old. You know what I mean? It looks, like, it
2: looks like it came from a, a cellar somewhere.
4: So... This, Winnery, uh, Villa Monfiori, is... Go,
1: go, go. I'm just kidding. <laughs> hold on. Hold on.
4: Yeah. Hold on. Let to me
1: the get... brim. To the brim. Yeah. Hint. I when Hint. I swirl it around, Hint. I like it to fly everywhere. <laughs>
4: <laughs> get on, hold on. Let me get my sippy straw. <laughs> hold on. Wait wait for... Curly straw. Yeah, uh, I like to see it go around, though. Don't
2: forget. Oh.
4: So this is uh, a Cabernet Sangiovese blend. Oh, wow. So French and Italian varietals. Sangiovese, of course, from Italy, and uh, Cabernet from France, uh, originally. Um, the guy that made this uh, particular wine, his, fa- his family is from uh, La Marque, uh, which is in eastern um, Italy, and uh, came to Mexico, uh, worked for a, a Mexican winery, and like so many import people coming into a new country, bring the varietals with them and then start their own wineries. And uh, I bring this one because it it is a fuller-bodied wine, but not super full-bodied. Uh, especially during the summer when it's really really hot, really huge, big, powerful fruit bombs, big, powerful Napa cabernets. Ten can be a little bit much because it's like it's it's hot outside. You don't want something huge, and you get a nice little spice on this one. Uh, this is, yeah,
1: this definitely. is very this is light. For like, I I think of a red wine as being more like a thicker. Yeah, you know, more substantial thing. This mm. is really soft, really elegant,
4: such, oh, spicy. So this is something that you can literally uh, buy when you're doing something like car- carne asada, uh, barbecuing with a bunch of people.
2: Now, um, what do these? What do these wines run us? By the way, like the f- n- we didn't go not prices. Uh, well.
4: And that's also something that I want to do is bring in wines that aren't aren't expensive. Like oh, this.
1: okay. I see how you do it. We yeah. ask you to come down here and promote your thing, and you bring us some cheap wine.
4: Can we find <laughs> out these are all three dollars. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You all came from straight
1: from Trader Joe's. Let's guess, Honestly, let's guess how these much These were
3: in the outdoor bin. <laughs> it just occurred to me that uh, you could have just made up all of the information. About gonna... These wines that were like,
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah! We don't know. Let's, let's pick this. I'm going to guess. Let's do like a prize
3: right yeah. yeah. What's we're it called? Higher, how do you pronounce
4: lower. it? Peak Pool de Panette.
2: I'm going to say at the store.
1: Mm-hmm. But the, what's the name of the first one that you're going to do? Peak Pool de Panette. okay. Sorry. What does the white... it say on the label there? What does that mean?
4: sell. This is the name of the winery. Okay. Oh, my God. Doug. Come on, and, uh, oh, Doug. Jesus! This is, the,
2: what, the, this is embarrassing. Oh, I thought <laughs> it
4: the whole time. Yeah, Crisales, <laughs>
1: uh
4: and Peak Pool. No, De Panette the is also a region named after the grape. Uh, is okay. from Languedoc. So Southwest I'm going to go okay.
2: for twenty one dollars.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think it's in the twenties, like twenty five ish.
1: I think it's fifteen.
4: Nice, yeah. You can <laughs> probably find this wine out for about eleven dollars. <laughs> no way, really. You I went won. over
2: though, so if his price was right, I wouldn't win. You no, get to, you get to keep it.
3: I kind of wish he would have completely showed us up. Like he goes, like, oh, that's why I wanted to bring in like really inexpensive wines. We make those guesses. This is actually a thousand dollars. Okay. And that's Different with definition of uh, cheap. And, that, and that's the and that's the wholesale price. So, uh...
4: He
1: was hating on you, snobs and earlier, and a then a he brings us $1, a thousand dollar wine. Also. We can sell wines out
4: at the restaurant, yeah. um, and, and that's just it. We don't mark up our wines like most restaurants, because well, most nice restaurants will, you know, buy a ten dollars wine and then sell it to you for, you know, a hundred and fifty dollars markup. So we'll sell it to you for twenty five, and then most people will be like, "What? What the hell?" So uh, they'll they'll want to bring in their own wine or something like that.
3: Yeah.
1: How m- and and uh, but as far as the your place, how much? Uh, how much food do you have? You know, what's the menu like? Food? wise
4: uh, Everything are international style tapas. So we take wine dishes from all over the world and pair them with wines from all over the world. Uh, but my menu has everything from five dollar things all the way up to about sixteen. So not very expensive things, but very you know all smaller portions. But you can come in and get maybe. Uh, with two people And get three to four tapas And a bottle of wine And walk out Spending, you know Fifty bucks And getting a really great meal Great yeah. wine and, uh, mm. and it's kind of fun
3: yeah.
2: Yeah. Vino just,
4: tech just, I want to keep saying it Vino, sure. tech. Vino, Vino tech. Yeah. tech
2: People know it, by the way It's pretty popular Do you wanna, doing right? yeah. Do you
1: want to guess the, uh, the next
2: filling? one?
4: Alright yeah. uh, The Chateau de Sancerre the
1: Four
3: dollars
1: <laughs> so low <laughs>
3: I'm st- I'm going to so, stick with 25 For <laughs> everything I Really? Um, what are you gonna do? Oh, I, I, I didn't know I had
1: to go thirty. Next. I'm gonna go thirty. This You're one go thirty. This one might be a little pricier than the last one, so I'll, but I'll stick with my fifteen dollars. Uh,
2: I'll go lower. for I'll go for
4: nineteen. All right, this one is a little
2: bit more. Expensive. Oh
4: yes, yes. Uh, you can probably find <laughs> this in and around town 12. for in between probably twenty five and Thirty-five.
2: Well, okay, okay. thirty-five to thirty. So you guys both we're, win. I think on that we're going one. up in price. I bet the next one, unless he's. Full I don't enough.
1: think he put him in that kind of order. We yeah. Well, keep in mind this third one is Mexican, <laughs> so it's going to be Close in pesos. It has peso. it's, uh, <laughs> so it's going to be cheaper. On the third one is free. <laughs> <laughs> the third one. Actually the third one you. is what I call uh, <laughs> found it in the garbage. Walking up to the place.
4: Uh, by the way, Juan's great outside. He's amazing. <laughs> is, he is amazing. funny and. Uh, mm. Light humor.
2: What do we think here? This is it's the really this good. is the Cabernet like. It is Cabernet.
4: Yeah, Cabernet Sangiovese.
2: Um, I love seventeen it. I think it's Delicious. Um, I'll go for twenty three. I'm gonna go up again. I don't know. <laughs>
3: One dollar. <laughs> <and> just uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, oh, I uh, twenty. I mean,
2: yeah, it's, it's, I'm going that.
3: twenty. I'm gonna go twenty. This is fifteen dollars. Yeah,
2: <laughs> Jesus.
3: There,
4: you that's can buy about, about $15. That's yeah. good. And that's depending terrific. on where you buy it.
1: So then it's a glass disgusting. of that in your establishment would be like 6 bucks or something.
4: Uh, this one runs about $8. Okay. Um, this one runs about $12 a glass. Uh, and that's a great thing. Our, our restaurant is a little bit different in the <laughs> fact that uh, – We carry a lot of wines and our wine program is a little bit different in the fact that you can open up any bottle on the entire wine list as long as you get two glasses. So you literally have over 300 bottles by the glass. Um, the way we break it down is a third of a bottle price. So let's say it's a $30 bottle. It's a $10 glass. Now, obviously, if you get that third glass, you have paid for the bottle. So we then drop the rest of the bottle or that fourth glass on you. But if you just want to do two glasses and be like, I kind of want to switch it up, try something else, then you have that option. And then those two remaining glasses become available for the rest of the restaurant to try Mm -hmm. uh, if they want to try that glass. Um, But yeah, kind of fun.
2: What's the best way to store the wine? Like after you open it?
4: Uh, in
3: your stomach, yeah. <laughs>
4: um, just I personally think the best way to store a wine is just to throw the cork back into it uh, and then put it in kind of a cooler area of not a fridge.
0: Of, Necessarily White wines. Red, w- red.
4: I usually <laughs> won't put a, a red wine back in the fridge just because the colder a wine gets, the more oxygen is then laded into the wine when you cool it. Uh, so you're actually adding oxygen faster so than just it needs. somewhere
2: cool with the cork yeah, in it. Yeah, just
4: put the cork in it, throw it and in. And it doesn't the go
2: for far. You know, right? You don't do it more than a couple of days.
4: Yeah, about uh, uh, red wines will generally last about uh you know, two or three days. Some of the bigger, more powerful wines such as a Bordeaux, can last about four. Oh, um, yeah. White wines will last a little bit longer because uh, you can put a cork in it and then throw those in your fridge. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, and then just throw them in the fridge and keep them. Because cool.
2: sometimes you could go to a restaurant and you're like, I think this wine's been open for a little while. Oh like, sure. You know what I mean? You can't. Yeah, it's uh, they're tricking you. No. But you wouldn't do that. You're a pro. It, well, your place it, it, is known for it, so that's why. How you're do you so- know
1: it's been around for a while? Because like it doesn't have it doesn't have bubbles in it anymore. It's flat.
2: Oh. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: A little yeah. man calls out of it. And I've, been, I've been hanging out in there. And, <laughs> um, yeah, Fun. most of my bottles never stay open for more than a day yeah. or so just because yeah. they're they're poured out just too yeah. fast. And if something's opened, uh, the staff. then the staff like, points it out to people. And or you know if I don't have a Pinot Grigio co- uh, open and somebody comes in and goes, you know, I feel like a Pinot Grigio. And he's like, well, you can open up a brand new bottle for two glasses. Or I do have this peak pool of open. You want to try it? And then people will try it and be like, oh, actually, that's great.
3: That's um, great. It's kind of fun. What were your thoughts on A Walk in the Clouds?
4: A Walk in the Clouds. Honestly, a me- a, you know. Uh, Keanu. Emilio, yeah, or Keanu. Not Emilio.
1: Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Keanu.
4: Keanu. Uh, anything that that man touches is gold. So...
3: Loved it. I would love it if you had to have an opinion on anything wine related. Like Grape Lady stomps. What are your thoughts on her?
4: <laughs> well, there was. <laughs> How do you feel about funny, sexy, even Lu- funnier when she made the sounds? Oh man, uh, <laughs> the, the the sound after that made everyone joyous. Oh, doesn't in, matter in the
3: worst way. Yeah. <sighs>
2: What about what was the Chris Pine movie that was uh, about wine making? Star Trek: the Clouds.
4: No, <laughs> that's, that's
2: a great reference. to walk
4: in the clouds. Like some guys. Yeah, like, that's I was my like, like that. Had wine yeah. in it. That's that's he memory. better have an opinion on yeah. this one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my!
2: I'm shocked I remembered the title. Um, I have a question for Doug.
3: I'm shocked that I remember the title.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was like walk in the clouds. Uh, so you're not a big wine drinker. You wouldn't order wine normally, right? Mm. But, but what is what is your opinion now?
1: Oh, I, I like to, you know, I, I don't dislike wine. No, but if
2: par- when you have, I just have something have it- something... I
1: just have, you know, I'm more of a cocktails person. Like yeah. Similarly, I enjoy different kinds of beer, but I don't, I'm not a beer drinker. Right. Like, I don't drink it continuously. But
2: it's nice when someone brings good stuff that they... they- are proud of them, you know. We're gonna want to yeah, try. Yeah, and this, but this was, you know,
1: I, I, I'm gonna go to his place and yeah. do, do this because it's this has been terrific. But and it's fun. But I have to say that um, the of these that we had, the white wine was the most uh, surprisingly delicious. Yeah. You oh, know? interesting. Because I, I lean towards red naturally.
2: Like mm-hmm. naturally,
1: I would just pick a red over a white because a lot of white wines to me are just like they just they're bitter and they give me a headache. Oh. Yeah. You know, yeah they get people i just don 't love them that much like if i if I 'm like on a plane and they go with like a little white wine yeah i 'll have your shitty white wine because I because it'll help me to pass out right yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah I think that's why they give it to you <laughs> right. they, they want everybody in first <laughs> class to sleep so the, the the flight attendants at first could just you know sit down in the jump seat and and read their uh, us weekly
4: or if you whip out a flask and pour a white wine Into a glass yourself they yeah. really I mean and why they care i mean um, I thought my, it was funny. my mom does get
2: my mom gets headaches <laughs> from chardonnay sorry yeah. <laughs> he made a joke don't step on his joke i couldn't have been worse
4: you didn't step on my joke that's <laughs> so a true I did. story yeah, so.
2: uh but she gets like headaches from like chardonnay or something yeah. but then she so she wants a pinot grigio yeah now why
4: uh, often headaches and a lot of those things that people have kind of a quick reaction even after a glass they're not reacting to the wine they're reacting to the sulfates uh, the preservatives that are put in to wines to make sure that they last a while,
2: and, and are ones like are these sulfate wines?
4: Uh, every wine in the whole world has sulfates. Sulfates are a natural thing that take place in soils and in every plant. Uh, they're just natural. Now, often winemakers add synthetic sulfates to to make sure that their wine will age well. Uh, often now uh, you see a lot of organic and biodynamic wines coming out where they will say on the bottle, "No sulfates added uh, there's added. not a wine in the world that that is that does not have sulfates every wine oh, has sulfates
2: because it 's inter- because like um if you've been to uh, France or you know Italy or you know you drink these wines, you don't get headaches
4: because they don't often add as many sulfates uh, to the wines as often Americans have tended to. They
1: don't have to preserve it as much because because they're gonna, be, gonna be, they're gonna be drank. You're gonna drink it right away.
3: Yeah,
4: yeah. Um, and
1: you and wake our, up the next day, you feel great. You're gonna drink it in the afternoon, and you lose weight somehow.
3: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> a lot of our wines go through Monsanto, so that's why we get a lot of sulfates. We go through what? <laughs> they go through Monsanto. They add sulfates to it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, Doug has a special. These have surprise. all been
1: great, but I want—I just, just—it's just been the craziest timing because my friends, at, there's this movie chain here, in this—I'm just going to read the letter that I got uh, today. This, this arrived, this package arrived on my doorstep like minutes before I came over here today. So I just thought it was like uh, the timing was too perfect. Uh, greetings! Mm-hmm. Exclamation point! So they're very excited. A close, please find a special delivery from Tim League, CEO and founder of Alamo Drafthouse Cinema. Uh, these are cinemas that are like, there's a lot of them in Texas, but they're they're popping up everywhere. Oh, yeah. And I'm, I do stuff with them. And he says, he has sent you a bottle of a new Alma Draft House 2013 limited edition signature wines. And this one is called The Silence of the Lambs, the Cannibal Chianti. And there's a whole thing, they, they, they even sent like the ad for it, I ate his liver with some cu- fava beans and Chianti, a nice Chianti. And not only is it a Chianti, but also... They sent me some fava beans.
2: Oh, really? As well. as well. Oh, I love fava beans. <laughs> and
1: yeah. a man's liver. Yeah, I, I was just, <laughs> I was just waiting on. That. I was just like, did they, did you get human? Did you
4: get did you get, like a real good cu- a human? That's a really good You're pairing. Gonna... It's so a... like
1: where 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 are you on a on a Chianti or a Chianti. nice Chianti or otherwise?
4: So Chianti, um, which I think is funny because did he, is this from Texas?
1: Uh, well, they're you know they're based oh, in no, Texas, but the, the wine them. is not from there. <laughs> it says right on here, enjoy. It says enjoy.
3: Are, they, are they putting this out now as like a limited run?
1: Yeah, it's delighted to announce the launch of its uh, second limited edition signature wine, inspired by Jonathan Demme's 1981 Oscar-sweeping thriller, The Silence s- of the Lambs. Is
3: this a collectible? Should you save this wine?
1: No, I think we should try it. But it's worth a million it's, dollars it? do yeah. the
2: to it's it very in? cute that um, they give you these fava beans do you know how many fava beans it takes to like have fava beans to, to eat it's a
1: tiny little pouch of fava beans it seems more like it's got uh, lucky coins it's in so it I so have no confidence in pouring wine or opening wine
2: wow where'd that thing come oh. How, how oh, that?
1: I'm, I've, drank, I've had so what? many wines where I had to just, just live with the fact that there's a bunch of cork in it because I'm yeah, so terrible at opening
3: it or horrible at opening it I'm horrible at pouring it. Like, I have no confidence that I'm going to do it right.
2: Well, look at this. this is like Well, a... pouring
1: it, I bet you you could learn. Th- maybe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I want you to taste this one, Ryan. But would, from the bottle. A, do we have an extra <laughs> glass for Ryan? I got yeah. a
1: cup. Is that a yeah, cup? that's great. A cup. <laughs> Seems perfect.
4: So, Chianti's um, are from the region of Chianti in Tuscany. Chianti's are uh, mainly made up of, of the grape called Sangiovese, the one that, Kind of you had a little bit earlier, Uh, and then Sangiovese in Chianti. You all right? You you guys see this label? This kind of little Mm -hmm. uh, wrap at the top that says DOCG. It's a wrapper. Yeah, this is basically telling you that this is this is certified from the region of Chianti or the diminification of original control of. or uh, it's, it's guaranteed from this wine region made in the way that they want you to make it inside Chianti so that means it has to be at least uh, 75% Sangiovese and then the other 25% is usually blends of other domestic grapes of Chianti uh, such as Colorino eh, maybe a little bit of Mizuelo which are other grapes that nobody's ever heard of and you don't need to know uh, Chianti's are basically Sangiovese blends Um, and to be from Chianti and get this little label of which they're usually from Chianti is a little picture of, uh, of a rooster there, uh, is the, is the symbol of Chianti. No particular reason. Um, but Chianti's are great because they're high acid wines. Sangiovese is typically higher in acid. Why? Because inside Italy, they want high acid to make you salivate, to make you crave food. Ah. And Italian wines, are, you know, they're fine on their own. They're, they're, they're okay on their own, but they're wines built on food and built for centuries around food to make food taste better. I
3: think that's a great uh, bullet point. Acid acid makes you want to eat. Salivate makes you want to eat. Yeah. If you're serving people, I'm going to remember that.
4: Uh, you know what? And An easy kind of uh, rule of thumb in pairing wines, uh, pair food from the region with food uh, wines from the region. Uh-huh. So, Chianti from Tuscany. Think of Tuscan food. Tomato based dishes, you know, pastas, pizzas. And it tastes really good with all those foods because it's built around that kind of food. Uh, basil and all those okay, other things. the worst times.
2: <laughs> what, about, what about sake with Japanese food?
4: Love sakis. I love, I I I love sake. I
1: love it. It
2: just shatters on your face. <laughs> Why does that taste so good with Japanese food?
4: Again, Mm. built around. Now that is a rice wine or a rice liquor. Now this is Chianti. Yeah, yeah, perfect.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What do you think of the Chianti? I like
4: the Chianti. Let's
1: see. Chianti. Like it's kind of a joke that it's a science of the lamb's wine, you know. But it's it is good. But it's. uh, It's decent, right?
4: Yeah. And that's the best thing about Chiantis. (laughs) They're generally not super high in alcohol. This is 12.5 in alcohol. What's a normal bottle? Depends. It depends from every region of the world. Um, Generally, older world wines will have less alcohol because they're all about trying to make sure that there's a balance inside the wine. And in judging wines, there's kind of the rule. And then really judging a number of liquors and and wines and beers and stuff like that is – Ultimately speaking, you're always looking for a balance of flavors. Okay. Uh, so you're you're trying to it, it, you know wood, alcohol, acid, fruit, and then connectiveness. Uh, or if that if that wine tastes like it, it's where it's from, you know, if if you drink a Napa Cabernet, you almost can taste you'd be like, oh, this is a California Cabernet. Very much the same way people would drink a Bordeaux and be like, you know, Bordeaux's have a flavor that tastes like Bordeaux. Yeah. If you ever find a wine that's like, this could be made anywhere, it really doesn't matter. Then it's unconnected, which doesn't make it interesting, which is not a problem. Again, like if you buy a $3 or $2 Charles Shaw, you're not looking for it to be all complex and well-balanced. You're just looking for something to, to drink while you're is, cooking. Is it
2: better though? Like if you buy that kind of wine, is it better? Is, is there food that makes it delicious?
4: <laughs> uh, food makes everything better. Um Yeah, I mean,
2: probably. Yeah, absolutely.
4: Uh, But if if you ever had a wine that kind of burned the back of your throat or burned the back, uh, like your nasal cavity, and it's like, oh god, that's it, almost is spicy, but like tastes really alcoholic. That means the alcohol is out of balance inside the wine, therefore overwhelming the other flavors, such as acid, such as fruit, such as wood. You know, Um, sometimes
2: it tastes pruny.
4: Yeah. In fact, a lot of old world wines taste really pruny, but some
2: people like it. Some they people say, love it. They say, oh, it's, it's old." Some people like
4: cream juice, too. And they're <laughs> retarded, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it says here that this is a DOCG wine. What does that mean? Oh, he explained
4: that. You did already? Says, yeah. The dominification of original control. Oh, okay. uh, Which is uh, every country has their laws of how you can grow and make wine. Um, and some wines are, or some countries are a little bit more strict than others. Uh, like... I guess the American equivalent would be an AVA, or American Vindicultural Area. But yeah. we don't really
1: an apple. put... They say this, the vineyard that this is from, the Cannibal Chianti, is uh, situated between Florence and Siena.
4: Yeah. Every, basically, Tuscany is this giant region around Tuscany, and then you get more specific of, of the place where it's from. So inside Chianti, there's a place called Chianti Classico, mm-hmm. uh, which is a smaller little area. Mm. And it makes it's a little bit different because their wine laws are a little bit more strict. To become a Chianti Classico, uh, which is a pink label around the top, um, you have to have 85% Sangiovese. And then even anymore, you have kind of catchphrases. There's things called Super Tuscans, uh, which are basically Sangiovese blends with grapes that are from Tuscany. So if you took Sangiovese and blended it with, I don't know, Cabernet, and you're in Tuscany obviously you can't call yourself a DOCG because you didn't follow the laws like yeah. Cabernet's not from Italy so yeah. Yeah. but yeah. you know so they w- it's ranked in Italy as an IGT or you know just another representation of the particular area and people are like well it's not Chianti it's not as good this is again Italy is a little bit less specific about their wine laws than that of, say, some like France, which are very specific and very hardcore laws. And and it doesn't really represent the quality. Like, if you get a Chianti Classico, it's not necessarily better than a Chianti. A Chianti is not necessarily better than a Super Tuscan. It just – and it really doesn't matter. It's just kind of the wine laws and things out there. And nor do you guys have to be like, oh, shit, well, now I have to do that.
1: No, you don't have to do that. It doesn't matter.
3: (laughs) Did you uh, did you see Blood into Wine? That documentary.
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a real question. Is that the one with uh, the guy from Anthrax? From Tool or No Tool? Yeah, <laughs> the Arizona wine. Oh, yeah,
3: but that's a. Great his Arizona. Damn uh, but the his dude Arizona. Anthrax is in
1: it also. He is shows he? shows up in it. The one with the
3: uh, the long goatee. Did you ever
2: see yeah. the Days of Wine and Roses? Oh God, what a depressing movie. No. <laughs> Good that stuff, name is. It's the, a heavy the movie. The
3: days of wine and roses. But speaking and-
1: of movies, they have the Alma House has a second wine <laughs> that they didn't send me. That's a, a. It's called the Suit Yourself Pinot Grigio. And that's and suit yourself. It's named after Buffalo Bill, the character it nice. that, that would want to wear people's skin. <laughs> suit yourself. It
4: puts lotion on its yes. skin. I don't yeah, like it that. even says or else uh, it gets the hose again.
1: It even calls him an elusive lotion enthusiast.
4: <laughs> that is just.
1: But any, anybody hose. is interested in trying either of those, the one we just tried or the Pinot Grigio, you can go to uh, silenceofthelambswine.com. dot com. And that's my friends at Alamo Drafthouse. That's that a very that's nice. Movie. That's kind of, that's kind of fun. Yeah. It's
4: a
3: great, uh,
4: really yeah, it's great neat gift. That
1: they do stuff like that. That they, have you know, there's
4: s- a movie coming out called Psalm. It's a documentary that's coming out that uh, a lot of the people in the wine world are talking about, and it shows you what you have to go through to become a master Psalm. And yeah, it follows like four. It, to... it follows like three, three or four people through the process of going yeah. through this kind of absurd testing, uh, which Scott is
1: Scott Ian was who I was thinking of. It's
3: crazy. Sorry. It, I but would love to know that. I've always wondered, like, what the steps are. Like, yeah. how how long did it take for you to become one? Like, from I, know,
4: I mean, to become an advanced psalm, I would say maybe collectively like two and a half years. But I had my degree in wine, so it was a little bit easier for me. I mean, for some people uh, going into the t- and there's different, you know, factions that can give you a psalm degree. Uh, there's the Court of Master Sommeliers, which is kind of the original uh, house out of Bordeaux in London that really, really started making sure that wine, because sommelier basically transfer or basically is a wine steward. That's what it. That's the meaning of sommelier is a wine steward or wine professional. And uh, there's all kinds of things that you have to do. Some are harder, some are less. Uh, there's an American one. Uh, called W that's that uh, a lot of the people that sell wines to, you know, liquor houses or or, or or restaurants have to take to learn, and some are very general. And you know, a lot of them wouldn't be able to tell you that a red sang is Pinot Noir. It just there's all kinds of levels, and mm-hmm. truth be told, it. Again, really doesn't matter. L-
1: l- a lot What's of places, it? it's just the guy who knows more about wine than anybody else, and, exactly. and, and took the position. Yeah, and, <laughs> like and some step, guys, stepped up some to talk
4: about. Good. Aren't sommeliers like certified sommeliers? Some people just call them s- themselves sommeliers because they are known as the wine professional in a particular restaurant. That you know, literally the best, the best, the <laughs> best thing that I can tell anybody is: listen, the wine is only ever as good as the people you're sharing it with. Period. It's it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the, uh, how good the wine is or how bad the wine is uh, unless – I say the same thing yeah, about yeah, weed. Well, sure.
1: yeah. <laughs> that is <laughs> true. It's it is very so true. Good. It really is a sharing experience. and uh, I hated all the wine today. <laughs> Uh, so. This is awesome
2: subject, but Rory, has anyone ever told you you sound like Owen Wilson a little bit? I get it
1: a lot. Yeah, a lot. yeah. your nose isn't as messed up. So well, that was a joke I used, to do. I used to do. That as a joke. You could look like him a bit too. He yeah. <laughs> sounds like that because he's talking through his weird yeah. nose. <laughs> yeah, because a couple. I
3: was going to say, do you ever get like Will Arnett all oh, the time? Yes, yeah, 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 yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. I, no. I, I saw
4: no. a
1: little It's more Will of like Arnett. A
3: side, it's more
1: no. bro. I saw little Tom Lennon. You ever hear Tom Lennon? Yeah, Tom I
3: Lennon. I
4: don't know who Lennon. that is. He's a guy
1: we know. And from Reno 911. I see a little bit of that, too. And the state, mm-hmm. other
3: things as well. Oh. Reno 911 was so
4: funny.
1: Yeah, he's Lieutenant Dangle. Oh, my God. Yeah, you should go <laughs> as Lieutenant, <laughs> Lieutenant Dangle for uh, uh, Halloween. <laughs> every year. Irish, every are, every yeah, single year. <laughs> <laughs> that show is so damn funny. <laughs> yeah, the state. It's great. It's nobody ever yeah. yeah. remembers that TV show anymore.
3: The state was great. The state was great Yeah Tom's so.
1: somebody that uh, w- I talked to him about doing the show And he sa- he says he knows a chef that he wants to bring But we gotta we That'd gotta work fine. it out He's on the new uh, sitcom with What's his name? Uh, Sean Hayes He's like Sean Hayes is a gay single dad Trying to raise his daughter And Tom Lennon is his mean boss at work Who doesn't want it Like is trying to keep him from spending more time with his daughter oh. <laughs> What is that show? I feel like I, I heard it. It's called uh, I forget what My
3: it's called My Two Dads No <laughs>
1: It has a name. I watched a bunch of... Uh, it has a name.
3: We can confirm it has a <laughs> title. <name.
1: laughs> my what gay, is it my, on? My Gay Papa. It's on my NBC. NBC. Okay. <laughs> I forget what it's called. It my Gay a, Papa. It has a generic title. Me? Linda Lavin plays his mother, and it looks all right. You know, it's a uh, multi-cam sitcom, I think.
2: You're not really selling it that great right now.
1: Uh, you know. i will sell it better when Tom Lennon's on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He when so he's on. Hot. He's the
2: world? Yes. Oh.
1: Which is, I don't get that title at all, because mm-hmm. he doesn't, who is, who he all is he doesn't it? do anything for the world. Uh,
2: Sean Hayes, Samantha Eiler.
1: That must be the daughter.
2: Echo Kellum. That might be the uh, daughter. Ryan, can, I ask, you a, can yeah. I ask you a question? Yeah. What did you pour next? You didn't pour this. You poured something else. What do you the mean next? One? No, the last yeah. one was I the cannibal. the Chianti. The Chianti. No, but, uh, in your glass.
4: Oh, I poured more Chianti.
2: Oh, you did? Okay. I oh, think you, you, wanted,
1: you wanted more of that?
2: I want to see what else he put That's he put a good endorsement. Up. I was just yeah, it is. Ryan Hess
1: There's says give me more. That's right. That's what they should put in in that, There's also in that Hess press Veneers, release, isn't
4: there? There is Hess Vineyards no relation, unfortunately. But um What
3: about know? the gas stations?
4: Uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh Are that there Hess that, gas stations that that's that's me. Uh, some more of the white. I'm also uh, A petroleum mogul. (laughs) Yeah, you have Uh, so many. I do it in. uh, I'm actually leaving from
3: here and doing a petroleum podcast uh, right after this. I don't like to talk (laughs) about
4: it, but uh, all I'm saying is fracking. You headed down to the beach? Fracking. Doug,
2: you should take this one. Yeah, you guys. Oh, I'll take that for sure. I got. I got a little bag that it'll fit in. And he walks home.
3: Yeah, drink (laughs) up.
4: These are all for you guys. Can I
3: take the Mexican one? You
4: can.
2: Sweet, I we all got. Now you're going I think in we your car though. Favorite. Careful at the border. I get this one. Careful, yeah. of just and getting I'll
1: pulled get, over because it's considered an no, open I'm, container.
3: Oh, I'm going to be I'm drunk.
4: So. I was just drinking to, to have something I'll to, to be drink. In trouble. Really? Put but it and you in so the so trunk. Much.
1: Absolutely, Absolutely guys. You thank you guys so much. Yeah, this is fantastic. This is really yeah great. What's the address?
4: 7469 Melrose Avenue. Cross street? What's the cross street? Fairfax between
3: Fairfax and Lebre. Between
4: Fairfax and Lebre, I guess the most immediate cross street would be Gardner
2: yeah. Oh well that's yeah, right that's, down the street. That's
1: our cross street here yeah. at uh, Meltdown. Yeah. Yeah. Vino tech.
4: And also uh coming up uh we've got we're working with KNL. Have you guys ever heard of Canel, the yeah, wine the star? Like,
2: yeah.
4: We're doing a huge Rioja tasting from Rioja, Spain. I we're love bringing that in a too. bunch of people so for twenty five dollars per person you guys can come in, get a, as much food and wine as you can drink When's in a that? day. I'm going I'm to look am up He's going to confirm. Yeah, let's find out the dates. That'd be fun. Immediately. I'm going to look up
1: for you. Speaking of dates, uh, Karen and I will be at the Limestone Comedy Festival next month for a special Dining with Doug and Karen taping, where I'm told the entire audience will get uh, to chew along with us, uh, and, uh, and a special crispy guest. That's right. He's very crispy. Oh, Colonel Sanders. Yeah, and yes. it all goes down in Bloomington, <laughs> oh. Indiana. Oh. <laughs> Go to limestonefest.com for more... Uh, More details. You got you got the exact date?
4: Yeah, it's gonna be Sunday, June twenty third, from one to four.
1: Yeah. Ooh, I'm Um, gonna be in Philadelphia at Helium. (laughs) You should go (laughs) to another plug. <laughs> this Sunday I'll be doing uh, stand up in Buffalo at. Uh, uh, Speaking of Helium Comedy oh, I'm Club, there, the, I'm there two at four twenty with special guests. Come see Rory two weeks later. Oh, I forgot to. We've been just enjoying so much wine. I forgot to do the iTunes quote of the week. Oh, uh, Kit PN K I T T P N K-I-T-T-P-N, wrote on iTunes in the uh, um, you know comments section. Always loved Doug. Now I love Karen.
2: Oh, that's sweet. You always pick one like that.
1: I don't. just wish I could have Katie's job.
2: Oh, yes. Minus the
1: allergies. <laughs> and all would be well with the world, she says. And uh, Monday, June 10th, here at Meltdown Comics, I'm going to do a Benson interruption in the Nerd Melt Theater with uh, past dining with Doug and Karen ge- uh, guests. Uh, Kumail Nanjani, Matt Myra. Burt Kreischer, and more. Oh, wow. What are you doing Monday, June 10th? you want to do that?
3: Monday, June 10th, I'm going to be at a uh, L.A. Dodgers game.
1: Oh, okay. I think I already asked you that. Yep. I did. And uh, go to DouglasMovies.com for all my dates and deets, and go see Ryan Hess at Vino Tech on... June 23rd. <laughs> or any other time you want to go. Any time you want to go. But third That's, the day, they're gonna do that's the when you go, Rio, if you uh, want to go... going to be $25, all you Spanish can eat. Spanish wine <laughs> crazy.
2: Uh, yeah. What are you uh, up to?
3: Uh, there's only one date I want to plug. I'm going to be in Toronto at the Underground Cafe. Have you ever played there?
1: Yeah, you're, they let everyone in the audience smoke weed during, yeah, during June, the show.
3: Ju- yeah, and I'm so excited. I'm going to be, I'm going to stop seven, by there
1: this weekend.
3: Yeah, I'm so excited to, uh, to do it. But June 6th, seven, and 8th, uh, 9, uh, 8, p. You're 8 or 9 p.m. You're doing three shows there? Three shows, oh uh, my God. and I'm so excited to it's do it. It's So much fun, yeah.
1: Everyone, you know, they don't laugh very hard, but <laughs> oh yeah, I mean,
3: everyone's everyone's spaced, but uh, yeah, but they'll yeah. pass it to you while you're doing your set. That's that. God, <laughs> a amazing. dream.
2: Karen, Dancing Fools. That's tonight, though. That debuts tonight. So and it's then on, it's, and then it's, it's on, on Wednesday nights, nights at nine. At nine and on on uh, ABC Family. Okay, and then uh uh, and then I just uh, signed on to the, the Do Something Awards. With host Darren Chris, on, that's on VH1. Yes, VH1 live uh, July thirty first. Who's the host? Darren Chris from Glee. What does he do? Oh, he's one of the. Uh, he's the. Uh, he's from the other school, and now he joined now, the other but now school. he yeah.
1: joined them, and he's what's his name's boyfriend.
2: Well, it was. I don't know if he's still oh, there. Yeah.
4: Chris, Chris comes into the does he? restaurant a lot.
2: Nice guy, huh?
4: He's a sweetheart.
1: Yeah, real nice. So he's hosting the Do Something Awards, and you're writing them. Well, yeah. All right. We'll see. Work, get, work me into it. I don't, work, say, <laughs> Say Doug Benson wants to present the, uh, you know. We should. Do, do some weed award.
2: <laughs> do some weed award. Yeah, for the
1: person who does the best a amount award. of weed. All right. Yeah, I love it.
2: Thanks, go everybody. Thank you, Katie. Uh,
1: bon appétit, mother effers. Snow peas, cheese, our plates are We dined with Doug and Donnie was and mommy.
0: Now leaving nerdist.com.